0: Hello everyone and welcome along to Northumberland FA podcast from the sidelines with myself, Gary Middleton and special guest today, Mike Melvin, Managing Director of 3v3 UK. Mike, great to have you on today.
1: Oh, thanks for having us, Gary. It's a pleasure.
0: Uh, Mike, we're just going to chat around, well, 3v3 UK, but 3v3 in general and your air pitches. Um, can you just explain to everyone um, that's listening in? Uh, your position of 3v3 and, and and what that looks like really for people that aren't aware of 3v3 air pitches
1: so free, 3v3 uk um, started about about 4 years ago now um i was i've been doing 3v3 in manchester you can probably tell from my accent uh for about 6 years uh, and i just love the game as a coaching development tool 3v3 just give everything what i wanted for my players and at the time the range from six to eight um and we went to a, a little freebie free festival and I just seen how much the kids loved it so um we just just started doing it all, all the time um started off indoor and, it was, and we called it futsal free because I, I thought it was like a, a mini version of, of Futsal. Uh, and then partnered up then with bazooka goal who who supplied the, the the small pop-up nets and um, who made the air pitches and I just said this is just gonna be unbelievable you know for for the players development and that's okay this is my my business now and my full-time job but my first hat i always put on is it is a coach's hat and what is best for for the players um and that's that's of, of, of all of all ages so the inflatable air pitches are they're a fixed air system so once they're up they stay up they're not like these bouncy castle version ones i say where they need like a constant air so they can be really hard they're really robust players can use them as a rebound, uh, and then they get loads of benefits, additional benefits to 3v3, by the ball being in play all the time, being able to use it as a wall pass, and just the, the intensity then that it adds to, to the game. Um, whereas, yeah, obviously all more touches, more 1v1s, more attacking, defending scenarios that the players will be in, even on a small pitch, it's just replicated, you know, yet to be multiplied into to bigger scenarios um, and i've seen it like i say the, the proofs in the pudding i've seen it so many times with players regardless of what ability level they've started at and uh, just how much better they've got both in the 3v3 free game but then also watching them in, in bigger format football as well so 3v3 free uk back to your original question i say i will do this i, I just diverse all the time in 3v3 free. we're like the the uk arm of 3v3 free europe which is part of 3v3 free world so we have this operation in, in different sizes around the world in Germany which is a big one they do a lot there with with with, with the FA um, Norway, Denmark, Spain, France, Belgium, other countries open up soon around Europe as well, Poland, Portugal, we've got 3 Free 3 USA, 3v3 Free Canada, 3v3 Free Korea, so we've got you know say quite a few operations around the world um and I'll come under that 3v3 world umbrella that we've got. Right,
0: Mike, Mike, I mean, you you've been a grassroots coach, uh, you still are a grassroots coach. Um, what do you see as the is the benefits of, of playing 3v3 with an air pitch or without?
1: Yeah, and and, and I always say, you know, we've without to start with, because obviously they are they are costly and I don't expect you know people to, to go out and buy them to tomorrow um you know so um just freebie free any small-sided game and it used to be seen and i've been lucky over my coaching career almost the time i've been involved in grassroots is i've had like good mentors that i've learned off and whether that was other grassroots coaches or luckily enough them you know have been involved at at manchester united and, and knowing their coaches so watching and learning off them small-sided game was always a big part of like the warm-up arrival almost and it was you know and it was a Man United coach Edda he's a great great guy and he just said he said as the kids come those who come early, you know the first two is 1v1 then it's 2v1 then it's 2v2 and it just builds from there and then you start a new game and this as a grassroots coach I always think when you get there and you've got a million things to do and you've got to go and set up you know, it's easy then, than the kids just kicking balls and, and you've got to, you know, watch them. It's just set up these little mini games to get started, um, and then see how they go. And then we brought out, um, a free ebook called 33 3v3 free games. Um, and it then just goes through, you know, different parts of, of the game and puts it into a, into a 3v3 free match. So as a grassroots coach, You know, again, there's there's all levels from, you know, someone who's just started on the first day, and they're going, what do I do? Yeah, I'm thrown right in the deep end here. They've got 10 kids who can't kick a ball between them, and I've got to get them ready for the match on, on, on weekend. You know, 3v3, you know, can help that coach, because the most important thing for me, when especially, it's all ages, really, but especially the younger ones, is them being involved in the game. And 3v3 just does that. It's the smallest version, in all the analysis that we've done, that lets them do everything that you can do in a big game. 1v1s are good, but obviously it's just mm-hmm. then just attacking and defending. 2v2s are good, um, just because, again, it's, it's more of a of a, of a dribble and, and shoot game. Uh, whereas a 3v3, you have got a bit of positional movement, you've got some rotations, you can go on the left, you can go on the right, in defence, up, up in attack. There's all different parts of the, of the big game that can be replicated at 3v3 so as a, as a grassroots coach it's just a simple game to get the kids started you know and you ask a kid what do you want to do do you want to train or do you want to play a match and they'll say play a match so we always are uh, the talking about making your know, game realistic the training and you see someone and i, and I put my head in my hands sometimes go, you've got these kids for an hour a week and they've stood in a line for 10 minutes waiting to turn you know and it's like just give them a ball let them get dribbling and you know, let them play the matches you know you can then put conditions in the matches um but kids want to have fun and to them fun is can they dribble with the ball can they show off the skills can they score goals can they do some good teamwork and all that you can do in a freebie free game uh, and i've and i've done it and when i started and this so-called warm-up game then become the full session because it worked and the kids wanted to do it and they were engaged and involved and in getting better and it's you know that big two related like that. that was a whole whole session done and we didn't go on to what we'd what we planned um so says so, so we've, we've got this book there's some other good books out there by a guy called peter prickett Um his recent one is really good because it's called inspired by legends so there's loads of games in there that, that today kids we're going to be maradona and there's three games based on maradona or today we're going to be mesa or today we're going to be Franz Beckenbauer, right? And there's you know players that kids can relate to. There's some more recent players in there as well. Um, but, yeah, you, they can set games based on, oh, this is what you know, you're know doing in defending in a 3v3. This is what you do as a Harry Kane. You know it's going to be a striking drill. Um, and it can all be done in a game-match situation then in 3v3. Yeah, mate, the... the
0: The game itself um, is, a, is a great resource for you know the the, the new coaches the, the parent coaches that are volunteering. Um, there's so many outcomes that come out in that the game of three v three. You know that they're getting lots of repetition uh, of them outcomes of dribbling, making decisions, connecting with their teammates. Um, what have you got any data on that that supports player development around this?
1: Yeah, so there's, there's two two parts to that then. So a couple of years ago, we did some some data analysis with, with Burnley Football Club. Um, so we took up some air pitches and it was Burnley with Rochdale's, eights, um, nines and tens. Um, and they did like the full analysis on the games, ball in play, number of touches, number of one-week-ones, number of shots, number of goals. That's the, the, the things that they measured. And then there were a great bunch of stats, but stats mean nothing if you didn't have anything to compare them to. So I asked him, I said, can you get me them same players in a 7v7 or 5v, whatever their format was for their age group, can you get me them like, you know, com- comparable stats? And everything was at least four times, all right, whether it was, say, and, and this within like, a, in a game that was half of what they would normally play. So, you know, in, in real comparison, it would have been eight times as much, but four times as much, let's say, many touches on the ball, four times as many dribbling, four times as many, at least four times on, on everything. Um, so we got them them stats. But then the other part then is, is just what I've seen over the years. Like say I've seen kids from six to, to 13 now who have played 3v3 free all them years uh, with, with me, and you just see how much better they've got. Uh, And just a a story, there were a couple of stories from from, from recent. So, uh, Sunday night, got a phone call and thinking, do I take this call now? It's Sunday night. I've had football to here for two weeks over Easter. I really, we've done been nonstop. And I thought, no, I'll I'll take it. And it was a dad from a player who comes all the time. He went, thank you. What for? I went, just the improvement in my son that I've seen. He played a game today and now he's beating players and he's going left and he's going right and everything that you know he can he's now been practicing he's now putting into a match and i would say that's you know you see a lot of players who've got skills or they'll, they'll, they'll do something in training but to have that muscle memory to them to repeat it in a match like situation there's got to be that in between bit and that's where 3v3 really fits in with 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 that model because it's a time where they get to repeat it constantly. So whether it is an individual skill or whether it is, you know, beating a player when, when they're at the back to you or beating a player when they're in front of you or defending a 1v1, the amount of times you repeat that action in 3v3 um, is just unbelievable. So he said, he just can't believe how much his son's improved. Um, and it's always great to hear you know, stories like that, especially, you know, yeah the dad is an ex pro footballer himself. So he, he knows what he's talking about. Um, so no, it, it was, it was really nice. And then just, just the kids have seen, and we see it more with like the, the newer, newer kids, the lower ability ones, how quick that improvement is. It's brilliant when, you know, we we were at Wolves and Man United over the past few weeks, where we've seen the, the best boys around and you see what they can do with the ball and it's, it's unbelievable you know I mean how good some of these young players are but seeing the kid do you know 10 weeks ago could hardly kick a ball wouldn't get involved in a game would never go in for the challenge and now watching him, him play and you go you know what you can really see that that improvement um, and the number one thing for me is just the, the fun side of it I say football at all levels now you know it's all all too serious we think you know that under sevens match on a Sunday morning is the same as, as the World Cup final, right? Um, but kids just want to play. You know, when we were kids, we'd go out on the streets and we'd play till it went dark. Kids don't have that now, so it's all organised football that they, that they do. And sometimes it can be too organised, okay? Yeah, it's got to be safe, you know, for them in, in the right environment. But, you know, people ask me, Mike, why don't you coach on the, the Friday night sessions? I went... This is this is it, this is it, you know, the kids yes. are, are doing it themselves. They don't need me telling them what to do. They'll give them the odd little points and and, and and praises, but majority of the time I'll just sit there and watch them and I say, just let' them just enjoy and learn and have fun doing it.
0: Yeah, just let them play a mate, isn't it?
1: That's yeah, and that's say same just was mentioned there, so we do, you know. Throughout the country I'm seeing now, there's, there's so much organised football, whether it's, it's leagues, whether it's, you know, grassroots clubs, whether it's like the private coaching companies, and, and then up to pro clubs. There's so much, you know, organised football. Cost is another thing and, and etc. But there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, places and time where kids can go and play, okay? They don't do it much in school, it don't seem anymore, but, you know, there's There's nights every night of the week, you know up especially in the big cities it seems there's there's something that a kid can go and do football wise you know all the time, too much sometimes in my opinion, um I say that they do, but yeah, I just love it that we get kids of of all ability levels, all ages just coming down, and they keep going back because I think they must enjoy it, you know regardless of of what you're doing. If the kids are enjoying it, unless you've got a parent who's so pushing like, that you've got to do this, but you know if the kids are enjoying it, parents enjoy watching them doing it. Um, then yeah, they, they keep they keep coming back. So I mm-hmm. say we've uh, that's that's the main thing. It's yeah. fun and enjoyable for the players, fun for the parents to watch because you know you you got to watch your son play. You want to go and watch him do things on the ball. You don't want to see him being sub. You don't want to see him being you know left back and. All his job is to get the ball to the keeper and pass it to someone else. You want to see him, you know, do something, you know, good uh, on the ball. And I say it 3v3, you know, reg- regardless of how, what their ability level's like, they'll get one chance at least to do something. So there was, did a tournament last week, um, and her dad came up to me then, giving out medals, and just asked him, did you enjoy it? I said, oh, she loved it. She scored her first ever goal. And it's like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, that was... That was brilliant for us to be involved in that. But how must that little kid feel? You know, and that's just score the first goal. It's like it's just a memory she'll, she'll always she'll always have. And luckily we, we were part of that then. Mm,
0: fantastic, Mike. Mike, I've no, i noticed you're doing more and more uh within the professional clubs, Manchester United Wolves, uh two that I've noticed of late, that the you know, seeing the value uh the professional clubs seeing the value and the youth ethos of the game uh and the product moves forward well for the format moving forward with you
1: yeah so again we've, we've been lucky enough um to, to go into a few few pro clubs and to get messages out all, all the time about looking to uh, to arrange you know other stuff uh, a lot of it's like pre-academy age like under sevens under eights and uh, then that we've done we have done some older stuff uh, i'll come on to that later on as well um but yeah the academies you know again these are, are coaches who have a philosophy about keeping the kids on the ball letting them you know letting them play letting them practice and, and repeat this the skills and then the tricks and that they're doing and just dribbling with the ball and beating players and um, so it just it fits into their philosophy already um so most of them were already doing three v free like say we've not come along and and made up this game and say we just made it better in effect than by by the air pitches and the environment and the rules um so yeah so we've done a few now let's like say man united or the last month it was like every week we were almost in doing a different group with them we did a good one at walls where newcastle were down yeah newcastle under eights cardiff manchester united were down and that was good we've been at Arsenal, and they bought their own air pitches now um, where else we've been done a load at city with the girls um, there um again just the other day I had another city inquiry come through we've had Blackburn, West Brom, let's say yeah lots loads of clubs Fulham, Chelsea, loads of different clubs inquiring uh, about doing stuff with, with them so I know they see the value of it um, because say, they do it and we just add you know like say this this mm. bit of extra. With with the air pitches uh to it then, plus the amount of events we've run now over the years. I think we're we're pretty decent at putting a putting an event on, so uh it's good then for for, for them clubs then.
0: Yeah, mate, you're also doing uh, some work with the England Future and Future Lionesses programme and the talent ID days. Uh how did that come about? And that's obviously an yeah. exciting bit of work.
1: Yeah, no, was, again, a lot of this has just come through, like, referrals or, or, or social media, you know, we put out, you know, videos and a, a coach, you know, there was another coach who who shared it with them and they're like, "Wow, well, yeah, let's let's get involved. And that's how it happened with, with the Future Lionesses. Someone right. I knew, knew the the, the, the lady who runs at the, the Northwest and she said, oh, you know, can you do one for us? Did a tight ID day for them. Again, it was because it was videoed and the feedback she'd got from it. She passed it on to, to other places and the other areas, and like her ops manager, and now we do them like I say, all around the country. We were in Gloucester last week. We're doing Sheffield this week. We were up to Newcastle a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, we, we cover over in Cumbria. Um, got more in the Midlands, more in Manchester, and Liverpool, and Cheshire, and all that coming up. So till we do that. I'm doing a podcast soon with, with one of them. On why um, you know they they wanted to use us because um, again you know it's like yeah why why why, why what's what's different that we offer yeah uh, than what yeah. they could do themselves uh, and I'm sure she'll explain it but I, obviously I, I know three v three lets them see a lot of girls in a, in a short space of time the girls network like the talent spotters is, is nowhere near as big as as the boys. So they can't go out and watch them every week because you know there might be one person who covers the whole of the north East. you know they would not get around every single team in a, in a year um so by inviting them into one of these talent id days and we have windows throughout the year where, where the registration or referrals are open and um, they can get to see you know a like when we did the last one in newcastle it was 120 girls born from 2007 to 2010, right? So in, in 3v3, they can get to see these the England characteristics that they're looking for um, in a short space of time. You know, let's say if it was only watching bigger format football, that player, let's say, might be played at, at right back. And for the 10 minutes that they're being watched, it might all be down the left, you know, mm-hmm. so that the girl can get to show what watching do. Whereas in 3v3, the intensity of the game they can get to see what what the girls, what the characteristics have got. So um, yeah, so that's that's what that's why they got us involved. Um, we've got more now coming up next season. Um, we'll be doing more around the country, uh, and a lot of it is with the ETC program. they'll know a lot of the girls obviously already, um, but there's a lot of girls then who, who you know aren't involved in. The, the elite side of the, the sport, shouldn't be saying that, but you know, the, the top end clubs, there'll be some girls that were, who are were playing in an, in an all boys grassroots team all right, and would never be spotted because like I said, they've not got the network to go and watch that player or even know about her. There was one, and I always use this as an example, in Birmingham when we went down there. I'm going down doing the register and I said, oh, you've not filled your form incorrectly. We've got no club that you play for. And she went, I don't play for a team. I just play on the street with my brothers and for the, the talent spotters. They were like, "Wow, well, yeah, we've, we've got a gem here, you know, mm-hmm. and it's to give every girl that opportunity to, um, and to, to show them that there is a pathway, you know, for, for them then. So, um, you now the the girls game growing all around the country, it seems, and it's, it's really good. Um, I'm involved in a league in Manchester and the, the, the girls divisions in that I've grown over the past, past year, I say, quite quite massively. So uh, it's only getting better the, the girls' game. So yeah, Choops Lioness's programme is a real really good one for us to be involved in. Um I'd say yeah, we enjoy going around the country, finding the the best girls around then. Mm. And if that are you know, got to be five six, ten years time I'll be gonna be sat there when I'm an old man going, when we winning the World Cup, the lioness will go, she played at three V three, yeah.
0: <laughs> mike how's the how's the development over in europe concept
1: so slightly different over there and um, some are more advanced some are some are just starting take them like germany for example which is like the the, the biggest one we've got so over there that the there um at their federation is their fa um adopted 3v3 free for under sevens and under eights okay we're going I think it runs like 18 months. It's a, nearly a second season than that they've done it for now. Um, Harder, who runs our German operation, um, was, was heavily involved in, in a lot of the, the data analysis on, on putting that together. Uh, and just, you know, a bit like myself, he just banged the drum about how good this was for, for players. Um, and then obviously there was a lot of other work done over there behind the scenes. Um, and they adopted the four goal version. In Germany, the Fanino game, which I love as a game, and we do it often mm-hmm. in, in our training. because um, it adds that just other dimension, which, you know, instead of it being all straight down the middle, but 3v3 free, 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 can be, you've got to have this spatial awareness left and right because that's where you're attacking and defending. Um so it's a real, real good game, and that's a game that their their youth players under sevens, under eights, that's that's what they play. Other countries are doing, you know, more, say, in, in in Scandinavia. I say there's a big, big league there that's sponsored by Santander. Um, then that our partners are, in, are involved in. Um, so, no, it's, it's really growing. Uh, I think more federations and associations are, are looking to adopt 3v3 as a, as a format for, for the younger age groups. Um, and, yeah, looking up there. We're part of it around around the world and and doing a lot then with 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 RFA as well then.
0: Mike, have you have you had much discussion with uh, Pete Sturgis around this? I know Pete's a big advocate of this smaller formats of the game, you know, for player development.
1: Um, Sir Pete, oh, honestly, a guy's a legend. Uh, no, I was lucky enough to meet. <laughs> meet Peter a few times on cPD events before as when I was just a, as a coach um and again as I say before that's you know listening to him and, and other coaches is where I built my own uh, philosophy from. from um and I've, I've seen him in actually I think yeah it's a pity he's, he's now not a uh, lead coach for the FA anymore he's retired um but I know he's still gonna have a, a big involvement in, in in the game and and been a bit of fan of 3v3 obviously probably longer than i've been involved Um, been an advocate of ours we've spoke to him several times about what we do he's been to some of our events we've invited him along to, to some of us now coming up in the summer um, and hopefully yeah we can do do some more work with him but yeah coaches mm-hmm. like like pete uh, and paul And you mentioned before paul, paul's been down uh, to, to one of our events and, and nodding a, a few about like, the national fa leads uh i've been to our events that we've done over, over the past couple of years um and yeah i could see i know if it was i know shouldn't really speak for him but if it was up to pete tomorrow let's say i think we'd have free v as three a, as a format we'd make our our young players play let's been yeah. banging the drum for, for years and so hopefully now with the, the future of football projects uh review them that's going on um and so we've been we've been part of that uh, hopefully yeah something that he's been trying to uh, implement for years will will finally come off.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mike what do you what do you think the future holds for 3v3 UK?
1: So well I say you know our aim as a, as a as a company and it's always weird being a company involved in football because you know I say first I'm a grassroots coach and I always, I always think you know it, it'll be around 3v3 because Say in my opinion, it's just a great format of, of the game. Um, and someone asked me the other week, I said, It's not just 3v3 for, for me it's in, in league and, and we talk about older players, it's a variety. All right, it's 3v3 and 5v5, it's 3v3 and 7v7, it's 3v3 futsal, 1v1, you know, 11v11. It's just all different formats that players should play, um, yes. rather than just this. You know, same game every single week. We don't see different challenges for players. Um, And in pro clubs, you do. And because they've got the budget and because, you know, what they say goes. Whereas, you know, I know a lot of grassroots coaches. um, And if they said to their parents, because you can go and play 3v3 only now if you wanted to. It's not, you know, it's not the law you have to play 5v5 under 7s and under 8s. That's the maximum. You know, we could have an under-16s 3v3 league already there without the FA having to get involved. Uh, it's it's allowed, it's just a maximum. But people go with what they think is the norm, uh, and mm. it's always bigger and bigger big is better. And say for, for most players it's it's not... We have some players who only play 3v3 and for different reasons, um, then they'll do that. But one of the main ones is, is they don't like the bigger format. Right, they're not ready for it. They're new, especially when they're a brand new player who's, you know, if you, if, you know, if you, if you don't start football at four years old in this country. It's like you, you know, you, yeah, you know, that's it, you, you passed it then. Uh, so yeah, I say so when you get new players who come in at an older age and they've got to go and play seven v seven straight away. It's like we're setting these kids up to to fail, right? Because you know they're not going to know about positional and tactics and and everything else, you know, they're still learning to, to master the ball, and we've thrown them into, into deep end. So it's a let's see, 3v3 will, will always be. Sorry, my dog's going to imagine what it is. <coughs> no, 3v3 will always be there um, as an option for players to play. From 3v3 UK's point of view, is we just want to make it the best it can be. So when people, you know, are mentioning 3v3, whether it's in clubs, in carrier FAs, the first thing to think of is, is 3v3 UK. We're the guys who have in effect. Been there, done it, got the t-shirt. Uh, like I say, I um, you know we've, we've probably run 100 events now at least. Uh, and I think our events are pretty, pretty spot on. You know, like the one we did on Monday, there was 390 games over the day. Right. we have an app the referees know what they're doing coaches know where they're going because of, of the app um, and we, we went over by about 12 minutes in a six hour you know tournament uh, and you got some, you got some tournaments and you, you, you you're there you know two hours longer uh, than what you should be but I say no I think mm. we've got it right the presentations we do the involvement the festivals and that we do and the different scoring system and the different options and the variety of of events and that we run uh, our aim is to always be the the number one 3v3 provider in in the uk and hopefully other people will come on and take up our license so say we've got hopefully we've got licenses opening up in in the northeast over the next few months we've got some in manchester we've got rochdale some in london in devon one open up in the midlands so we hope to grow um our business around the country as well as what we do, we like say over in in America, they've just launched, and in Canada, and in, and in different countries uh, as well. Then, so yeah, hopefully, yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough life sometimes, but someone's got to do it.
0: <laughs> Mike, what what would you say? To anyone listening in today who's in 3v3 UK air and how do they get in touch?
1: Yeah, so from for our website, our social media, so it's www.freev3.co.uk um, or freev Free uk is our um, tag on all on social media channels so they could easily find us like say reach out uh, if they're looking to, to buy a license want to hire equipment they want to host an event like say we've got a real busy summer coming up, up now and we've got events around around the country um, and our grand finale is at St George's Park this year so our, uh, yeah, our last one, end of August, let's see, uh, we're going to the home of England football um, and we have two events, one's uh, a qualifier only, so it's for anyone who's won any of our regional events, they'll go into our Nationals Cup, so we'll have the, the best teams from Manchester, the best ones from Birmingham and, and London and we need to come up to the North East and hopefully we get the licence open up there very soon so we can get a regional qualifier done. Um, and then they'll come to be St. George's Park, and we'll have the, the, the best 3v3 free teams in, in the UK then, um, from under sevens to under 14s. teams. Um, and then we'll have an open one as well, the St. George's Cup, um, where anyone can can, can can enter and join that one. So, yeah, it's all on our website. I'll say our social media channels, 3v3 free UK. Uh, they can find out details on there then. Fantastic, Mike. Thanks very
0: much. Mate, it's been a pleasure trying to dear. you uh, Real, Real insight into 3v3 UK air pitchers. Um, and I hope the future boards well for you.
1: Well, cheers, guys. I've got one last question for you. I always ask this on, on the podcast we do. Um, what would your all-time 3v3 team be? So oh. Any players, any any generation, any position? Who would it be?
0: Um... Yeah, you'd have to put Messi in there, wouldn't you? Messi, yeah. Ronaldo, and go on Maradona. Oh. There you go. Hey. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad
1: three. Yeah. No, go honestly, on mate. Just... What would yours be? <laughs> what I would know. yours
0: be, then, mate?
1: Oh, ch- honestly, ch- every time someone asks me, it changes, man. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big. <laughs> I'm going back to uh, the real Ronaldo at the moment, R9. Uh, just of, <laughs> I don't know why, but then videos keep popping up and I'm going, oh, what a player. He really was, uh, let's <laughs> like, say, some, some, something else. And then, then sometimes I'll throw a defender in. Um, but yeah, Maradona is always in there. Um, R9 and Perlow was my last three that I picked. Uh, so then at the moment, they're, they're my three, but it's, it does change all, all the time then. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's been a pleasure, Mike. Thank you very much.
1: Cheers, Gary.